Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour. I'm Cheryl Benton, your host today, and we're talking about keeping up with technology. And unless you're under the age of 18, keeping up with everything that's out there can be daunting, not to mention keeping all of your technology up and running too, like your Wi-Fi, connecting to your, your printer to your Wi-Fi, setting up all your new tech devices, whether it's phones, tablets, smart devices, and so much more. And if you're an older adult or have aging parents, technology can also be a lifesaver. So to help us sort out some of this today is Liz Hamburg. She's the founder of Can Do Tech, which provides in-home and remote technical support and training specifically designed for older adults. So Liz, welcome. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you so much. It's great to talk with you. Well, we're so happy to have you on, especially with this with this topic. And uh, I know a lot of people are really going to uh, to appreciate this today because I think at some point, all of us, no matter where we are in the technology spectrum, tend to get a little overwhelmed with things. But before we get into that, I want to start with some of your background because we really do love stories about women entrepreneurs at the Three Tomatoes, and you are a very successful serial entrepreneur. You you have over twenty years of experience in starting and growing companies. So tell our listeners a little bit about what that background has been. Absolutely, and it's great to be back with the Three Tomatoes. You and I met many years ago when I think you were first starting this. And yes. I was a, an entrepreneur and, and uh, had a, a radio show, a segment on entrepreneurs and small business with my mom, Joan, who um, was part of the inspiration for this business, actually. But I've been what, what I call a serial entrepreneur for many years. I've started up and grown businesses, everything from one of the early cell phone operators in Eastern Europe that became the first Russian company listed on the New York Stock Exchange to one of the first friends of friends dating sites back in the Oh, time. wow. I know. And everyone said, no one's going to do online dating. You're crazy. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, really kind of been through uh, many startups and education technology startup that helped college student helped high school students apply to college through an online platform. And I really I have I'm not a techie, but you know I've seen the role of technology and seen how much technology has continued to grow and shape our lives. And so it's been really interesting for me to see and. Um, you know, over the years, I've also been on many nonprofit boards, and I actually ran a nonprofit, a national nonprofit for four years called the Taproot Foundation, um, which was wonderful connecting skilled volunteers to other nonprofits. But I really decided that it was time for me to come back to my roots and start another business again. And this one was really a combination of seeing the need in the market and a passion project based on on some personal needs that I saw. 
Well, you have an amazing background and you um, inspire a lot of women out there who also uh, are entrepreneurs or would like to think about being being entrepreneurs. So what actually led you to start Can Do Technology, which is a great name, by the way. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. No, we love it. And we, we, yes. say, we always say, you can do it. We can help. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. You know, we walk in and sometimes our clients say, I can't do it. And we say, yes, you can. And by the end of it, we send out a note that says you can did it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, as I said, it really started from a very personal need. I am living in New York. I'm a native New Yorker. My parents are both here. They live just across the park, which is lucky for me. And lucky for them because they are constantly calling with tech questions. And my dad who's now 88 and, you know, has had some health issues over the last few years, but he was literally the early adopter. He had an AOL email before I even had an email. He bought me my first Alexa. He literally lives next door to a Best Buy and he was their best customer. <laughs> but he he loved buying the latest gadget and then he never knew how to set it up and use it. And so I was getting these calls more and more frequently from him. And then as my mom started taking over more and more of the kind of day-to-day things, she would call and say, how do I scan the document? And how do I reset the Wi-Fi? And the printer's not working. And all of these, from the very basic questions to, you know, things that we started looking at for my dad to keep him safe, things like fall detection devices. And he has macular degeneration now. So how do we set the screen a certain way? And how do we start getting him books on tape and, you know, audible so that he doesn't have to read all the time? And So these were all questions that kept coming up. And as I said, he lived next door to Best Buy. So our first thing was, oh, let's call Geek Squad. And, you know, nothing against Geek Squad, but they just didn't have the kind of patient, empathetic service that I felt like older people needed. It was sometimes difficult to understand. They got a different guy every time. There was no kind of, you know, personalized direct service. And it wasn't really, again, something that was targeting this population. So that's what really led me to start it. And then as I started doing the research, I realized, you know, that as much as everyone's focused on millennials, and you know this, you know, better than anyone, I'm preaching to the choir here, there's going to be 75 million people over the age of 65. It's one in five Americans, and 90% of them want to age in place, you know, stay at home. And the statistic that really kind of stuck stuck out for me, again, I live right across the park from my parents, was that the average adult child lives 200 miles away from their parent. So, you know, you think about, yeah. That's an interesting statistic. Yeah. So, so, you know, who is going to help mom and dad or aunts and uncle or grandparents when they need help? And more and more, we're relying on technology from everything from, you know, confirming a doctor's appointment, getting results of a lab test, um, buying movie tickets, watching movies at home. And, you know, everything is really going online now, ordering food, ordering groceries, ordering supplies, FaceTiming your grandchildren. So it's everything from, you know, again, the everyday to the these newfangled uh, home sensors and fall detection devices and video cameras and all these things that are, are coming out to really improve people's lives. Yeah. And really these days, if you don't have at least some basic level of understanding how to use 
some of these basic technologies, you you really are being left out of the out in the cold. And that was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about because it's 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 really important, isn't it, that seniors are able to stay connected through through this. So was that one of the things that you were looking at? And absolutely, you-, you know the the. The statistic and the the research that's come out on social isolation to me is heartbreaking. So social isolation, particularly in older people, is the equivalent on people's health of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. 15 cigarettes a day. So imagine we've stopped smoking, most of us. Yes. But being isolated, staying at home, being immobile, or not having as many friends or family living nearby literally has the same health effect. And so... How do you combat that? Now, there's no substitute for, you know, for, for human contact. And so I always encourage people to, to get out and try to do as much as possible. But if you can't or maybe you don't have plans, you know, every minute of every day, technology is a great way to stay connected, whether it's, you know, video FaceTiming your, your grandchildren or playing bridge or mahjong online or, again, you know, watching movies and or online book clubs or whatever it is. So we, we really are also looking at this as a way to decrease social isolation. Yeah, exactly. And that's a great way to look at it because when you think of all the ways, um, you know, a senior person at home and maybe someone who can't get out really could be online um, enriching their lives in a lot of ways. There's so many chances to do that. So I think it's it's great that you're also thinking about that. So tell us about some of the services that you that you do offer and how does how does it work? Sure. Well, again, based on my personal experience, I hate watching the clock. I hate thinking, oh, my God, you know, he's charging me by the hour and he's moving too slowly or he's talking too slowly or, you know, whatever it is. We're New Yorkers. We like, you know, we like things quickly. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we're not kind of being, you know, nickel and dime. So the way that we work is we have an initial visit. Um, you can call us and about a specific issue. So we can either fix something that's broken. We can install and set up a new device. So let's say you've gotten a new phone or a new Alexa or a new printer. We can come install that or we can, we can teach you how to use something. Um, so that's a $50 visit. We try to make it affordable so you can just kind of test out our guys. Um, we've got what we call our tech concierges. So these are all folks that have really great tech experience. Many of them are former Apple Genius Bar guys, but they also have been trained on the specifics of how to uh, how to think about some of the issues that may come up as people age. They're very patient, very empathetic folks, and they love, they love chatting and getting to know people and hearing their stories. So we do that initial visit, and then we work on a membership model. So currently it's $240 a year, so it's $20 a month. Um, and you get unlimited phone and remote support and then two in-person visits a year. So some people are calling us every day. Some people call us, you know, once in a while. Uh, some folks use their visits really quickly. And then you can always, you know, order more more visits if you want. But again, we really try to make it accessible. And we've had every question from, I think I threw my iPad out with the newspapers. You know, can you help me find it? <laughs> Where we had to use track my track my iPad to you know again the Wi-Fi is broken I forgot my password uh, I need a backup we're doing a lot of things with for example backing things up to the cloud putting password managers in so if you forget your password there's a backup and maybe you want to designate your adult child or a spouse or someone else to have access just in case you do forget or you know if anything 
happens and someone needs that that yeah. access. So that's that's the way we work. We it's really a membership model. We do have, you know, installation visits and things like that. And then what's really fun is we do um what we call can do learning. So those are series of learnings where we'll come over and either do one-on-one lessons or group lessons. So the group lessons have been really fun and you know, we have uh, topics, everything from communication, again, like learn how to to do FaceTime, learn how to email, to we did a, a really fun session recently on Google Maps. And we had everyone share uh, the street where they grew up. And then we actually were able on Google Maps to see those streets. And people started reminiscing about the streets they grew up and they could see what it looked like now. And so great stories coming out, but also, you know, learning is that, you know, we had someone who was pretty tech savvy and she didn't know, for example, that you could use Google Maps anywhere in the world. And so she travels a lot and she's always used, you know, a, a paper map. And now she is ready to go with Google Maps <laughs> wherever she goes. <laughs> well, this is uh, this is great. And it's such um, it's a very smart model, I think. And um you and I have been talking before this. I, I know that you're really aiming this at more senior adults, but as you and I discussed, you know, we know a lot of people in their 40s, 50s, 60s who, you know, wouldn't be described as senior adults who could use these services too. And and I know like you, I'm um, called on all the time <laughs> with friends with the yeah. tech. Yeah, well, how do I do this? And how do I attach this to that? And, you know, so there's so many different levels of people's, uh, you know, technology skills. So I think you have a huge opportunity for a lot of other, a lot of other people out there too. Well, we don't Uh, discriminate. We're not ageist. And and we actually, we never use the term senior. I hate the term senior. You know, we say older adults and, and, you know, that really means anything. Um, I definitely have friends who are, you know, in their 50s, many of them are small business owners themselves. And, you know, we joke that and we put on our website, you know, if you need a guy, you know, you need a guy or you need a gal. And so everyone used to have a guy, you know, and you used to have a guy at your office. And so now for many entrepreneurs or folks who have transitioned and are doing consulting at home, they don't have a guy anymore. And so exactly. And I've seen that with so, you know, with so many people, because they always had someone who could, you know, do the setups and, and all that stuff. And then another thing I've seen with, a, you know, a lot of the women I know is they've, you know, they've, they've moved out of big corporate jobs where they actually every you know people did their stuff for them right so now they are on their own and they're trying to figure out a lot of the basics so i think there's just there's a there's a big need for so many people to really understand the technologies that they're working with and really being able to leverage it to make you know business and personal lives so much better so what are some of the most common tech issues you think people have i know you talked about passwords i think for most of us, that's a nightmare. So is that one of them? And how do you help with that? For sure. Yeah, we actually um, are doing a lot with password managers. And I'm happy to share to your audience a a blog we did on um, password managers, which has been very interesting for people um, to figure out, you know, how to sort of corral all these passwords that we all need now. The other thing that people have been asking us a lot about is backups. You know, what is the cloud? We did a learning session. Is the cloud, you know, what everyone says, the cloud, the cloud. Well, what does it really mean? And how do you access it? And how do you figure out which system? Do you use Google? Do you use Dropbox? Do you pay for a hard drive backup? And 
So we, we do a lot of that just to make sure that, uh, that everyone's stuff is safe and, and backed up. And, you know, so it, it's, it's a lot of proactive stuff like that. And then it's a lot of reactive, oh my God, my password's not working. My Wi-Fi's not working. My computer, you know, Safari won't open. We had someone recently who was trying to uh, download, by the way, you can download videos for free from your library. I don't know if you knew that, but you can no. sign up. You see, you can you can actually get books on your Kindle app. Uh, actually, not your Kindle app, but through a, a separate library app, um, both books, videos, and audiobooks through your library, which is fantastic. And someone was having trouble getting that set up. So wow. you know, it, it's, that's and, great to know, though. That's a great yeah library it's, service. It's fantastic. It's fantastic, and a lot of people don't know about it. So. Those kind of special tips that we we do, and when we, yes. we when we go in and do that initial visit, we kind of do an audit. You know, it's a very consultative visit. So we'll ask you, what are you interested in? Do you love to read? Do you love to go to the movies? Do you, you know, what do you have hobbies? And so we're actually recommending things like that all the time. So we're trying to give people, you know, little inside tips that maybe they they wouldn't know about. Yeah, it's interesting when you when you just mentioned the backup systems. I was just thinking, I um, I won't say which backup system, but it's you know it's one that you buy that's in the cloud that I've been using for quite a while, and I recently got a new computer, and then I went to of course download what I wanted from my cloud, and I what I didn't realize is that um, it wasn't saving my. Uh, videos and audio recordings, which I do a lot of, because oh, apparently no. that's an extra charge service, which oh, I didn't realize. We've got it. Well, we'll come over, Cheryl. We'll get you all oh, set up. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, thank goodness my old computer hadn't actually yeah. died, which is usually what happens when I get a new one, but I sort of knew. So I was able to move those things over. But, you know, even when you're pretty tech savvy like I am, sometimes you don't even think of asking, looking at all the right questions that you need to ask. Exactly. So we're getting a lot of that. We're getting a lot of people interested now in Alexa. We were laughing yes. about that before. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about what some of the newer devices and, yeah. and technologies that are, that are out there and certainly uh, you know, certainly Alexa and Google Home uh, uh, are, are certainly two that come to mind. And I know like for, a, you know, for a lot of us, it, you can go certainly beyond the entertainment or the basic factor. And and I know for me, I basically use Alexa to listen to music or radio stations I like. And I ask her for the weather and occasionally set an alarm. But that's pretty much it. So let's talk about that a little bit. And I know you have a very funny story about Alexa and your dad. So if you could, yeah. share, if you could share that. Absolutely. Well, as I said in the beginning, my dad actually bought me my first Alexa, but then he never installed his. And I finally installed one for him. And a few weeks after I installed it, I got a call from him and it was right. It was before I started Can Do Tech. And he said, you know, Liz, we're fine. We just finished dinner, but Alexia is gone on vacation. I can't find her. She's left. I don't know what to do. What do I do? Call me back. And, and literally, if you want to hear it, the voicemail is, is saved on the Can Do Tech website because I, I don't know, I had the foresight to save it. And, and it really was part of the inspiration for this business because, of course, 
he was calling her Alexia. And the minute he called her Alexa, she came right back from vacation. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, uh, you know, it, it was funny. And also you could see how frustrated he was. And we've been testing a lot of things to do with Alexa and, I actually just recently got the Alexa show, which is the the one, the video version of Alexa. And so, you know, a lot of people say to me, oh, I don't want Alexa listening. And, you know, who knows what they do with the information. And look, I, I mean, my attitude about it is there's a fine line. You know, if you if you really have a lot of confidential things going on in your home, you may not want Alexa. But for the average person, I think that the the benefits outweigh the negatives. And with the Alexa show, I've been really interested to see, especially again, for people with some mobility issues or and sometimes, you know, vision issues, it's been really fantastic. I mean, I was very proud of myself because I, I managed to program my living room lights. So you, I bought a smart bulb that actually- Oh, that's great. Yeah, it came with my Alexa show and I tested it out. And I now, when I walk in, you know, the first thing I say is Alexa, turn on the lights and I can dim them and adjust them and just turn one on or turn all on. And again, for someone who has mobility issues, have trouble getting up or gets up in the middle of the night and doesn't want to- you know, walk through the the dark to go to the bathroom. These are really, you know, potentially life-saving solutions. And then, of course, there's the kind of fun things, like with the Alexa show, you said you listen to music, and Alexa show actually shows all the lyrics to your music. So if you have someone who loves to sing along and maybe doesn't remember the words anymore, that's kind of a fun thing to do. And so, and what are some of the other things? I mean, it's great, too, to as a reminder for taking pills and... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We have a client whose adult son, you know, was our, asked us to come in for his dad. His dad lives alone and is, you know, very, pretty, pretty good uh, mentally and physically has a little bit of some memory issues. um, And, but he lives alone and the son was concerned. And so uh, we set up Alexa with reminders. So several times a day, Alexa will say, you know, Mr. Whatever his name is, it's time for you to take your pill or, you know, go ahead and stand up and take a stretch, or, you know, it's time to call your son. And at first we thought he'd be really annoyed by it, but he actually loves Alexa. You know, we talk about the social isolation and it has become like having a friend who checks in several times a day with him. Right. And it's just, it's a great thing too, to just, you know, leave yourself reminders of things too, especially I think if people are starting to suffer any kind of, you know, memory loss too, I think that's a another good thing too that you can use these devices for um so what about some of the other uh devices i I know you talked about there's innovative home sensors fall detection devices what what else is out there now that could help keep people more independent and and safe and also more connected too what are some of these things absolutely well we're doing a lot of testing of devices and we're starting to partner with with companies and again it's a bit overwhelming if you google you know fall detection devices you kind of get this huge number of different options and so we're really trying to test and curate kind of the best of of the things that we've seen so there's something interesting called wallabot home w-a-l-b-o-t it's an Israeli company, and they have come up with a fall detection device. It's actually based on mammography technology, which is interesting. It's it's radio waves. And so instead of wearing 
the dreaded, you know, I've fallen and can't get up button, which everyone hates, or even wearing something on your wrist, which sometimes people forget, or you have to charge it, or they don't want to sleep with it. Um, They have come up with a device that will sit on your wall. Right now, it works best in the bathroom, where, again, most of the serious Mm -hmm. falls, unfortunately, happen in the bathroom. And you stick it on the wall in the bathroom, and you put in what you set it up with Wi-Fi, and then you put in whatever emergency contact number you'd like them to call. And you know, if God forbid you do fall, um, the Wallabot actually detects that fall and will will make a call out. So that's something interesting we're testing. We're testing a bunch of very inexpensive home videos and home, uh, you know, video cams and home sensors. Um, which again, you know, people are concerned about privacy and it's really this kind of balance between how private you want to be and then how much you want to make sure that a loved one is safe. And so we're testing a lot of, of cameras, motion detection cameras, um, home sensors, you know, it's interesting, like a lot of, I, I was speaking with someone recently whose mom was great and lived on her own. And then all of a sudden they realized that the mother had basically stopped eating and had not gone into the kitchen, open the refrigerator in days. And so they happened to catch it in time. But, you know, those are the things where if you put just a little sensor on the fridge, um, again, obviously with consent and some conversations, because, you know, it's not something that, that people love, but um, those are things that you can really, uh, you know, start just in a very inobtrusive way tracking a little bit. And of course, we've also seen it used if you, you know, want to track if you go into the cookie jar too many times, it will send your <laughs> send a friend or loved one a, a quick alert. <laughs> it sounds like that might be a good thing if you're dieting to set yeah, one of exactly. these up and it dings you. <laughs> it's like there's that little guilty thing but those are those are all really terrific I mean that's really exciting I think to see how uh, the new technologies that are coming out in this area and I think I also read something on your blog about um, uh, hearing devices or was there yes yes we're doing a lot of work with audiologists it's also very very interesting and again if you uh, need hearing aids which so many older adults do I mean the the statistics are pretty startling of people who have hearing loss and and frankly most people don't do anything about it because they're embarrassed they don't want to wear hearing aids or you know they think it's sort of like oh my god it's really you know a stigma but It's not. And we're seeing, we're doing a lot of work with audiologists to connect devices to hearing aids. So both, uh, you know, apps that connect to hearing aids to adjust volume or adjust pitch, depending on what kind of room you're in, to setting them up with your smart TVs or your your home phones. And then some really cool things that will actually transcribe conversations. So you can uh, you can put your your smartphone in the middle of a table. You know, if you're in a meeting or for students, even you can actually give um, a version to the professor, and then uh, you will see a transcription in real time of the conversation. There's another really amazing service. Wow which I have not tested yet. I think it may be a little bit annoying for your neighbors, but it's um, it will actually transcribe your um, theater in real time. And not only will it transcribe it in English, but for visitors who are not native English speakers, it will actually transcribe it into several different languages. 
That's that's incredible. Yeah, which is wow. really cool. And also, as someone pointed out, could be very annoying if you've got a yes. smartphone out with the, <laughs> the light. So I'm not sure how that that works. We have to uh, we have to test that. But someone um, just mentioned that brought that to our attention and we're just starting to play with that a little bit. Well, this is so great. You must be having a lot of fun getting a chance to uh, look at all these uh, new technologies that are coming out and 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 where they're going to go. So I think my hat's off to you. I think you've got another winner here with Can Do. Thank um, you. <laughs> and I think I just want to say too. I think there's a real, you know, you, there's a lot of lessons here for other women who are thinking about starting businesses and. And that's, I, there are two things you said that caught my attention earlier on. One is you talked about the dating thing and people said, oh, nobody's going to do that. So I always like to say as one, you know, forget the naysayers because it's exactly. not a good idea. <laughs> Someone's going to find a way to shoot it down. But then the other thing is you actually, you do your homework, you look at the market, you did your research before you jumped in. So do you have any other other pieces of advice for entrepreneurs quickly before we we go. Well, I think that's really good advice is don't listen to the naysayers, you know, and and most really successful entrepreneurs have heard no, you know, 98% of the time and and yes. it really only takes that one person who believes in you and you know again I think especially for women entrepreneurs, especially for older women entrepreneurs, you know, it, it is harder. It's harder to raise money. It's harder to, you know, to get traction. And I do think that exactly as you said, just, you know, persevere. And if you have a good idea, just go for it. And I think what's amazing now is, you know, compared to when I started 20 years ago, the amount of capital you need and and even technology to start up a business, you have so much more flexibility. You know, you can literally start a website and, and, you know, create a beautiful looking website for not very much money and pretty quickly and just, you know, keep testing things out and adapting as you go through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been such a great conversation. We love what you're doing. And could you just get, give everyone your uh, web address and how they find out more about CanDo? Absolutely. Our, our website is CanDoTech with two O's, C-A-N-D-O-O-T-E-C-H.com, CanDoTech.com. And our phone number, because we do believe that not everyone can even get online to, uh, to find us online. But if you want to call us the old-fashioned way, we're at 646-758-6606. That's great. So, I, I love that you have a phone number because I get so annoyed with so many big companies that you have to search forever to try to find a number. I so know. We have a real is, person that answers the phone. So that's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And this has been a great conversation and good luck with, I, I know this is going to do really well. So thank you. Thanks, Cheryl. Great to talk to you. You too.